Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Authentically You podcast. We're so happy to have you guys with us today. We just hope and pray that this podcast episode blesses you and wherever you are with your walk with Christ. And our whole goal for this podcast and this season is that as we are authentic and vulnerable and sharing our experiences in different seasons of our lives with each other, that we would grow closer to God and just we can proclaim everything uh, good that he's done in our lives and all of the difficult seasons that we go through and just being authentic with you guys. So without further ado, let's just jump right into today's episode. Hi there. How's it going? Good. How are you? Doing well. Doing well. Good. Good. Um, you guys, welcome back to the Authentically You podcast. Um, so if you guys don't know, we last week did... Um, we started off and kicked off our series, the Heart of Worship series. Um, so we kicked that off last week with um, the lovely Miss Anissa. And so this week we have our the worship pastor of our church, um, Josh Vera. And so we have him on today and he's just going to kind of give us you know, his whole take on what does it look like to have a heart of worship. And so... Um, be sure to tune in with us next week as well. We're going to um, do another episode um, continuing on with the series with um, Tyler. He's also on our worship team. Um, and that'll kind of like begin to close us out and on this series. So anyways, thank you all for tuning in. And um, without further ado, Josh, would you like to kind of uh, introduce yourself and kind of what you do and... Yeah. Who are you? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah, so um, like Madison had said, I'm Josh Vera, uh, the worship pastor here at Harvest Church. Um, I've actually been on staff full-time as the worship pastor for um, about a year and a half now. Prior to that, I served under um, the worship pastors that uh, were over the ministry previously um, for four, four years. So we've actually, me and my wife um, have been at Harvest Church for going on five years in November. And so we really love the culture, what it is we're doing, um, and how it is we're doing it, to be honest. I remember the first time we visited the church um, prior to coming on at any type of serving or staff position, me and, me and my wife looked at each other and we were like, this is it. We will raise a family in a culture like this. Um, and so, uh, you know, I don't know if, if, you, if you've never been to Harvest Church in Turlock, um, get there, watch it on YouTube, whatever, whatever, just, just do it. Um, we, um, uh, we just love loving on Jesus. Um, and so anyways, yeah. I've been, I've been leading worship for, uh, I think it's, it's about around 15 years, probably maybe a little bit more than that. But, um, since, um, middle school, high school, kind of that youth age, um, my mom had us leading worship. I never really liked doing it. Um, mm -hmm. but, uh, we were a singing family. We were a, a musical family, and so it's just kind of what we did. <laughs> and mm -hmm. then the Lord, the Lord really tugged on my heart um, to actually pursue uh, ministry. Um, didn't really know what that looked like out of high school. Um, I just knew that I loved worship. I loved playing. I loved singing for Jesus um, at that point. And so, um, yeah, He kind of has taken yeah. us on the journey that's led us to Harvest Church, and um, it's definitely had its it's ups and it's downs, um, <laughs> in, in, in life and ministry, but, um, I wouldn't trade it for the world. That's for sure. So, 
Um, that's kind of, I guess, me in a uh, short little yeah. goodly there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I mean, again, like he was saying, you guys can tune in and um, listen to um, our services um, on our website or, I don't know, find us on Instagram or do you, lots of different avenues. But um, we'll just go ahead and jump right in. So, um, Pastor Josh, what does it look like to have a heart of worship? Yeah. Yeah. It's, um, it's kind of like a, that's a really like broad stroked question, which it's cool because you've got, Mm -hmm. um, Anissa and Tyler, you know, kind of filling in some of those, those areas as well. Right. Um, when I think of the heart of worship, obviously we, we probably all come back to that song when the music fades by Matt Redman. Um, you know, I'm coming back to the heart of worship where it's all about you. I think, Mm -hmm. um, a lot of it, a lot of it for me is that, it's intimacy. Um, it's kind of this, it's this, uh, sense of, um, surrender. It's a declaration of surrender. Um, the heart of worship is, is me saying, Hey, it's not about me, but whatever I can do with me, um, I want to do it for you. Um, I want to use what I have to give it to you. I want to, I want to take what's in me, um, and give it away to you, um, for your will, for your ways. Uh, I think, I think that for me really embodies um, what it looks like to have a heart of worship. Um, you know, it's not about my agenda. Yeah. And, and I think um, oftentimes in, in our lives, we forget um, that um, our, our service to the Lord or our, our fellowship or following of Jesus, um, it isn't about us. Yeah. Um, he, ma- he, there's definitely moments where he makes it about us. You know, mm. we, we get, we get glimpses of, of his, of his glory or, you know, we experience his goodness, his blessing. There's, you know, there's, there's definitely promises in the word of God that, um, we're told that when we follow him, there's, there's promises there that are, that are unfold, that unfold before us. But at the end of the day, like I don't serve God to get anything. Yeah. Um, and 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 I think that's 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 hard for some mm-hmm. in in seasons. That's hard for us as as people. Um, and so when we're bringing gifts, or you know, especially as musicians, where we're spending yeah. hours, um, or you know, depending on how it is you prepare, you know, we're spending time outside of our school, mm-hmm. outside of our jobs, outside of family time. You know, we're sacrificing time, and then we walk into our worship sets, and we might have this lingering expectation that people should be thanking us. People should be um, honoring us more. People should be more responsive. People should be, you know what I mean? And I mean, the list could go on and on. And so I think, um, you know, that's, that's, um, that's where that pride comes in. Mm -hmm. And so when, when we're walking around as prideful followers of Jesus (laughs) or uh, pride, prideful musicians or prideful worshipers, you know, that's, that's where we get in this, um, that the pitfall of, uh, it starts to become about me and it no longer mm. becomes about Jesus. Yeah. So when I, you know, when I think of the heart of worship, I think it's, it's the constant reminder and we do have to constantly remind ourselves. I have to constantly remind myself, you know, in, in those mm-hmm. moments where the enemy wants to maybe try to plant a lie, you know, and, and yeah. I have to say, you know, no, this isn't about me. This is about Jesus. How do I make this about Jesus? Even situations when I'm working with team members, 
mm-hmm. maybe even in my own marriage, you know, when, when there's conflict or there's, there's yeah. um, in our relationships and things like that, there's, there's definitely moments where I want to have the final say I'm right. Um, yeah. And the Lord, you know, have you ever had those moments where you're like, you've got a friend who just blew you up via text message and you're like, I got this. Um, yes. <laughs> and, and you want to, you want to, you know, you want to let them have it. And then you write yeah. this big long thing and you hear the Holy Spirit and say, he says to you, he's like, yeah, is it, is it worth it? Right. He's like, mm-hmm. oh no. <laughs> yeah. Is that yeah. Jesus? You know? Absolutely. And, and so, or, or even the thought of like, are you doing this because it makes you feel better? Or are you doing this because it's going to make the situation better? Right. Or um, like driving by, someone cuts you off and you want to do something and then yeah. Holy Spirit, no. <laughs> yeah. Like, let's, let's not make the situation worse. <laughs> right. Uh, and and so right. I think, um, you know, even even that is in those moments where we can say, oh, no, this doesn't make the situation better. That's yeah. that's that moment where it's like, oh, I've chosen a heart of worship. I've chosen humility. Um, mm-hmm. And it, and we don't. And here's the thing. We don't do it because we want to look at the other person and be like, oh, no, I chose humility when you didn't. Yeah. Because there's that, too. Um, yeah. You know, and I, so, you know, I know that's that doesn't have a lot to do with the stage. But I think even in thinking about worship. Um, the yeah. heart of worship, like this is who we are, guys. Mm-hmm. Like we we were we are created for worship. Uh, yeah, it's it's beyond a song. It's beyond a stage. It's beyond like my life, our lives um, should be worship, and in, in yeah. everything we do, it should be worship to the Lord. And so, having a heart of humility, um, you know, taking every situation that we're we're faced with and. Mm. And keeping that in front of us, what does it look like? I think that's a great question for us to look at. You know, sometimes, we, you know, I know when I was a kid, we used to wear the WWJD bracelets. I don't know if you guys yeah. do, do that or not. <laughs> I know they were making a comeback there for a little while. I just want you guys yeah. to know that I'm 32 years old. And, <laughs> He's uh, not old. <laughs> I, well, but there's some there's some <laughs> things that I had back in the day that uh, right. you guys would consider old probably. Some of you guys. Um, but, um, you know, I, w- I would say that this phrase is probably one we want to think about, just like we do. What would Jesus do? You know, what does it look like to have a heart of worship in this moment? Mm. What does it look like to worship the Lord? Um, you know, the Bible talks about worshiping him in spirit and in truth. Yeah. And so, um, you know, what does what does it look like to worship the Lord in spirit and in truth in both the supernatural and the natural yeah. Um, and so I think I think we've got to constantly keep this the, that idea in front of us. I had a friend one time um, tell me this after I had led a worship set, and he's he's from Fresno. His name's John Shabaglian, um, super cool guy. Um, I had actually just kind of I'd known known of him. I'd heard him. He's kind of a um, a well known worship leader in the Fresno area, and yeah. uh, and he had approached me afterwards, and obviously just like dude. Um, your worship's amazing. Uh, where are you from? You know, just these these questions. Mm-hmm. I hadn't, you know, I hadn't actually got to speak to him before. I just kind of knew who he was. Right. Um, and so we were talking about that. Me and my wife at the time, we were on our way to um, help church plant with some friends in Oregon. Um, and so it's just very encouraging. But he said something to me that I'll never forget. And I'll probably always kind of insert this into my worship team uh, mm-hmm. members and, and leaders is... Um, he said to me, he said, so always remember to stay low and stay in love. Wow. Um, and so I think, 
you know, even that phrase, stay low and stay in love. And what, what he means by staying low is, is to stay humble. Stay humble yeah. before the Lord. Don't get prideful. Um, you know, there's, don't, don't, don't make it about you. And then stay in love. Wow. So, I mean, it's, um, it's, an, it's, an inter- it's interesting how if we don't have these boundaries and borders in our lives that, or even mm-hmm. these, these nuances, so to speak, these, these phrases or these kind of um, these proverbs, <laughs> yeah. uh, for lack of a better term, in our <laughs> lives that don't, that don't check our own hearts. Obviously, it's important that we have people around us. We have leaders around us. We have friends around us yeah. who, um, who are willing to check our hearts uh, when, when we get out of line. Right. In those moments where maybe we're not acting like we should be or the heart of worship isn't as um, intact as um, maybe other seasons. Because, yeah. you know, that's the thing, too. It's it's not just, um, it, you know, everything's kind of seasonal, right? We have seasons that, right. you know, we have good seasons and we have bad seasons. And I think those are the those are the things that the Lord really honors and and you really start to see the fruit of your life when we can say, Hey, in those seasons, when I, when, you know, really everyone might've, you know, you look at like Job, um, when everyone was telling me to curse you. Right. And I refused to, um, that's a heart of worship. I was sick. I was dying. You took my family. You took everything. You took all of my wealth. You took, you know, um, everything was taken from me and not, you know, obviously if you read the story, the Lord didn't take that. So, um, the enemy took that yeah. from him. And so, um, and it was you know, God allowing that. Yeah. Right. Right. And, but, um, you know, Oh, I heard a really good thing the other day on, um, I was watching someone's story on Instagram mm-hmm. and they had talked about how Job mentions, um, that, uh, that he owes him not like his worship is free. Yeah. Like it, it costs, it'll cost me nothing. Um, like I'll, I'll I'll give you everything, and it, you know it's it's here's my worship. It's free. Um, yeah. It doesn't cost you, God. It doesn't cost you anything. You don't have to do anything for me. And I, right. I you know, I know I might keep repeating myself on that. I'm not really sure at this point, but no, you know, okay. for me that that's it. Like it doesn't cost you anything. I don't need a mm-hmm. blessing. I don't need a drop of of um, financial prosperity. I don't need any of it to yeah. know that you're worthy. You know, and so I think sometimes we, uh, and we've all been there. I think we've get, got been in seasons where um, we've seen the goodness of the Lord. We've seen Him really prosper us and and move us forward in life and and really mature us in areas. And then we step into yeah. another season where we kind of feel distant, um, or mm-hmm. He feels distant. Maybe we haven't changed anything, but He feels distant. Yeah, and so then, and so then we begin to mumble um, and groan and complain to the Lord <laughs> mm-hmm. um, about what's going on, versus just yeah. staying steadfast and doing what you're doing. Just because mm-hmm. we're not seeing progress doesn't mean progress isn't being made. And yeah. so, I think um, you know we get in a we get in a hurry. Yeah, uh, and so that's you know that's one thing I've I've really worked on this last year is like you know in these moments where. Um, I feel I might feel anxious or um, even stressed about a situation or, um, you know, let's even my let's even my own calling or what I feel called to. Mm-hmm. I look at it and I think, God, there's no way there's no way this little kid um, from 
the Fresno area of a tiny town, yeah. Carruthers, California, um, where 2,000 people are. There's not even a stoplight or a McDonald's in this little place. Right. There's no, There's no way in my own effort that I could do what I feel you've put in my heart to do. There's no way I can accomplish yeah. it. And, and so when, and so what happens is in those moments, I start to get anxious. I start to, I start mm-hmm. to like th- think in my own brain, like, okay, what strategies, what systems, what structures can I put in place that would help right. me? And then he said, <laughs> and it's like, he stops and he says, Josh, yeah. just be still, just hang out with me wow. and let me do it. If I, if I said it, I'll do it. You just be obedient mm-hmm. with the rest. And so, um, so I think those, those moments for me really define, um, not just worship leaders, but worshipers as God's people, our ability to, to worship him, to honor him, to be obedient. You know, I mentioned this the other day when I was talking with the young adults, um, it's like, um, my, my ability to obey in, in John chapter 14, um, he says, you know, if you love me, you obey my commands. Yeah. Um, and then later on in verse 21, he says, because you obey or because you love me, you obey my commands. My yeah. father in heaven will love you. I will love you and I will manifest myself on you. You know, yeah. it's, it's, it's not about what I can gain out of this for me. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, and I think, I think this is, this is probably the biggest takeaway is like, it's not about what I can gain from this. It is solely about my, my love relationship with the Lord and being obedient in it all. Wow. Yeah. So I think, um, you know, we, we always want from God. Mm-hmm. Um, but we, it's, yeah, we always want from God, but we never really, um, we have a hard time following through on what he wants from us. Right. And, and so I think, you know, if, if we can dial that in, um, more and more, you know, I don't know if we'll ever arrive at, um, you know, the, the sheer a hundred percent, um, right. o- obedience, sin free, you know, that's what, mm-hmm. that's what we need Jesus for. Um, but it's, it's my ability to constantly push forward in my pursuit of obedience. How can I be more obedient? How can I be more aware of your presence, where it is you're going and how it is you're moving? Um, and I, and, and, and he says, because you love me and obey, I will manifest Jesus himself will manifest himself on you. And so I think that could look like a, a lot of different things. I think he could manifest himself, um, through, relationships through the restoration of relationships maybe it's yeah. it's family things maybe it's you need healing maybe it's deliverance you know but our ability to 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 move more and more towards obedience day after day after day it it um you know it's it's a it's trust building he can yeah. trust you with more it's being faithful with the little right so he yeah. can trust you with much um so yeah i don't I, I hope I, I did that some justice. <laughs> yeah, no, absolutely. And I and I love what you were saying, you know, he'll manifest himself on you and that could that could even look like spiritual giftings. And mm-hmm. and I, I love what you were saying going into you know, sometimes um we can get a little prideful and go, Well, I'm gonna worship God because you know, I want this and mm-hmm. you know, wanting that out of it. But I think, you know, when when you do obey him and you know when he manifests himself on you, that comes with his glory, with mm-hmm. his provision that, um, that includes his blessing. Um, and it doesn't necessarily mean, 
he's going to make you, you know, a, a billionaire overnight. And then you're going to, you know, be the highest ranking person in your job necessarily. But it, um, you know, like you were saying, restoration of relationships, mm -hmm. um, helping you pay rent for the next month because you're really, really shorthanded yeah. um, or just, you know, things are tight financially. Um, and then another thing that I really uh, love that, you know, you said you were talking about, you know, it's all about God. It's not about me. And I mm -hmm. think um, in the mindset of worship coming from, you know, I've been in the position of leading and I've also, you know, I'm also in the audience. Like I've, I know how it is to be in both. And as far as leading goes, I feel like the enemy is really, really good at going, well, they're looking at you or they're going to think, you know, you're all high and mighty if you do this or, right. um, or why did you speak out prophetically in that way? That's not what God was saying. And, you right. know, begin to make you doubt or even in the audience, um, he can do the same thing. Mm -hmm. Don't raise your hands. Everyone's going to look at you funny. Yeah. Um, don't start speaking in tongues. Don't, don't go up and pray for that person. You feel yeah. led to pray for like, people are going to think, Oh, look at me. I'm all spiritual. Um, and I think that was actually something personally, I, you know, I was kind of in a time for about a year where, um, in like worship leading, I, I was doing it for the youth and whatnot. And I remember just, you know, asking like, why, why am I so anxious every single time I'm up there leading? Like, why is that a weekly thing? It shouldn't mm -hmm. be. I've been doing this for like four years. Mm -hmm. This shouldn't still be happening. Mm -hmm. And so just kind of walking myself through that. And I was like, okay, Maddie, like, why are you feeling this? And I just went, I feel like I'm going to mess up and then I'm going to sound. And they're like, why is she worship leading? Like she's not qualified. And God just kind of stopped me in that thought process. And it was a like of the sweetest, like rebuke almost like, yeah. And it was a simple, it's not about you. Yeah. And it was kind of like a, okay, pressure's off. Mm -hmm. Um, and it wasn't like, it's all about, you know, it's not about you. Um, so do, you know, the worst job you possibly can. It was yeah. like, it's not about you. The, the main point is just getting into his presence. And I think, you know, and that's, I, you know, you kind of touched on it. That's what worship is. It's mm -hmm. doing it because he's worthy and he deserves mm -hmm. it. And also like, that's just how you, how you connect with him. That's how you hear him. Yeah. Um, and it just, it's bringing him the glory that he deserves. So, yeah. 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 It's, it's, um, uh, you had mentioned like, you know, not getting anything out of it, you know, and in, in our type of, um, or I think a lot of church cultures, you know, we, you know, when we sing songs like, um, this is how I fight my battles. Right. Yeah. You know, there's, there's truth to that. Like, right. you know, you know, worship is, worship is a weapon of warfare. Yeah. There's something about singing to the Lord, giving, like, um, praising him wildly. Like I love the wild Bringing praise. Bringing the breakthrough. Yeah. Yeah. There's just something about that. And then there's something about even the deep intimate stuff that it's, mm -hmm. it just does something for you, for your circumstances. Right. I think a lot of it comes from the, the, the fact that when we praise, when we, when we actually praise, we begin to get our focus off of the situation and it it puts our focus 
back onto the one who the, the problem solver. So we're no longer looking at the problem, but we're looking to the problem solver. And yeah. we and, and that and our ability to worship and to praise him and through those moments or in those moments um, creates an a, an open door access for him to come and to move yeah. in those situations. Now, it still goes back to it's 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 an interesting gray area because yes, there's revelation, there's um, truth there that praise is a weapon that my that my worship. Um, when I praise through my when I can praise through my circumstances, that something happens, something has to break. I think that yeah. something is probably a lot more supernatural um, than it is than it is actual like superficial. You know, um, you know, it's it's something in my spirit, my attitude. Maybe the situation itself doesn't change, but my attitude changes. Um, yeah. And, and and or I have more grace for this person in this season um, because the way that the Lord. Like I was able to release something to the Lord and he gave me something in return. Yeah. Um, so like I said, it's, it's that fine line. We don't ever, I don't ever come expecting anything. Yeah. But it, it's also like the way for breakthrough. Right. And so like, I think, and, and that's, like I said, it's a really interesting gray area because I don't come expecting anything, but I do come with expectations that he's going to do something. It's yeah. really weird. Um, but, you know, but just, okay, let's take this last Sunday, for instance. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we've had the last few Sundays coming out of Holy Spirit Conference. For me, I've just been very like momentum after momentum of God showing up in worship and and um, the congregation really just eating it up and um, just loving on Jesus, coming to the altars and um, ministry time is just flooded. And so, yeah. th- and that's been the last, you know, three or four weeks at a time. This yeah. last week, the whole worship. So we get off the set, and the whole worship team, even uh, you know, I was talking to a few of the pastors. Like the the kind of the word around around the staff was like probably one of the best worship sets I've sat in since I've been here. Um, okay, that's I mean, and this is awesome stuff for me. It was yeah. it wasn't. I was like, man, I just felt like I just felt like <laughs> what I had was what was there and you know it wasn't nothing like really mediocre, up for yeah. Me. yeah 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 <laughs> just kind of like i gave what i what i felt like i was supposed to give but it just didn't right uh, my i wasn't moved you know i wasn't moved per se even though i'm always moved in worship it's, it's worship yeah God. but it like, just wasn't like ground right, my, shaking my like, physical person incredible. yeah yeah i wasn't freaking yeah. out on stage i wasn't weeping on my face while i sang you know sang these songs or whatever but right. um so i think i think that's the thing it's like you know, obviously, I, ha- I always come with an expectation of God's going to move. Um, we're going to tug on the heart of Jesus to the point that, he, you know, he's he's going to move. His glory is going to come. Um, yeah. and, and he always shows up. He's always faithful to show up. And we love that about him. Um, but um, but it, what, what if he what if he didn't? What if it was the worst mm-hmm. worship set I ever had? Yeah. You know, is is he still worthy of of our worship? Right. Is he still, you know, and I think, and and so it's, it's that, like, how do we, how do we keep our hearts right before him? Yeah. And it just matters that Mm -hmm. you showed up Mm -hmm. for, yeah. Mm -hmm. Now that's not a, that's not an excuse for people to just come in unprepared either. Right. You know, something, something we have on our team is like, we have a high level of excellence. Um, The expectation for excellence is, is very high. Um, Right. 
there's is there grace in seasons for people yeah given given certain situations of course but it's mm-hmm. not something that we just let go on and on and on um right because he is he is worthy of our best yeah, and so absolutely um, you know it's it's that it's that fine line like you don't get you don't get to suck <laughs> <You know? laughs> right but it's not an excuse <laughs> yeah, yeah but if you if you happen to you know we'll work th- we'll work through it right um, so yeah. yeah, just coming in with this high expectation. It's um, there's the song uh, "We Praise You." It, it was Matt Redman and then um, Bethel and Brandon Lake kind of they. I don't know what to like re-released it with that. I don't know how to the technical term for that. Is that the <laughs> um, is that the um, is that the one we just did? You break down yeah, yeah. You Okay. That one, yes. Yeah, we did that one. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but I and I love the the opening, um, like the first verse. Let praise be the weapon that silences the enemy. Let praise be the weapon that conquers all anxiety. Um, we sing your name in the dark and it changes everything. Like just coming in with that expectation that the situation might not change, you know, but your attitude about it will. Mm-hmm. Or mm-hmm. you'll feel um a peace about it, you know, if mm-hmm. you're um if you're coming in with an expectation like, God, I'm expecting to be healed uh, of this physical ailment. And maybe he doesn't do it in that one worship session or in that service or that week. Um, But just still coming in with that expectation, never losing that expectation, because at the end of the day, he changed something Mm -hmm. and it could be your heart posture or it could be a heart thing that you needed to fix first. Yes. um, Yes. Or, you know, taking away, because sometimes like, especially with physical ailments, it's okay, God, you can heal me, but what if it comes back? Or what if something is worse happens? So maybe taking away that fear, taking away that anxiety and those thoughts and helping you silence them. Um, but still coming in with those high expectations, because it's like, um, you know, I think it's in one of the four gospels, you know, just persistently knocking, always asking that man who just, he, he didn't stop coming and knocking and asking, um, Mm -hmm. and just being persistent with that. And, um, cause that, that will move the heart of God. Mm -hmm. Um, just not giving up with it, I guess is the word for it. (laughs) Yeah. 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 You know, when even saying that, like, I wonder how many times, um, people or even ourselves have walked away from, you know, services or worship sets or even worship nights or whatever, came in with an expectation and, and walked away with, with feeling the same, or maybe if it's right. an ailment, like being the same or feeling the same way right. um, and not, not actually understanding, you know, I wonder how many layers there are to the whole, the, the wholeness thing. And not that I, yeah. I believe, I believe fully that the Lord could do it in a moment, mm-hmm. but sometimes I think sometimes, and like I said, I think this is my kind right. of processing. I'm not saying this is Bible, um, <laughs> you know, but I think sometimes there's layers that the Lord yeah. starts to do in our own hearts and not because he can't do it all at once, but because he wants to walk us through the process. So yeah. that way, so that way we can, we can not, not only do we get the breakthrough we need, but then we can release breakthrough um, and we can impart breakthrough onto others. You know, yeah. that's the, that's the testimony. Absolutely. Right. And right. so I think when, you know, sometimes obviously we, we do, we, we want 
Jesus to come and move in such a powerful way that instantly people are healed, instantly things are being shifted and changed. Um, uh, but in that in that same sentence, you know, how what if what if the Lord's doing minute things because He wants to get your attention about yeah um, maybe areas of your heart because yeah. if He healed you fully, your heart still hasn't gotten healed because He didn't touch on the heart stuff. So then. Yeah. Three months from now, you're in the same situation because you've, mm-hmm. you've carried you've carried offense and bitterness in your heart for so long that didn't yeah. get addressed the first time, <laughs> and now you're now you're yeah. sick again. Yeah, you know what I mean. So I wonder how many how often that happens, and we just don't recognize it. Especially, I think you know, for me in, in my charismatic um, realm, it's like. Do it, do right. it, do it. Um, but, you know, sometimes it is, it's recognizing that, you know, sometimes it's incremental um, yeah. and taking each step, um, step by step with Jesus and, and right. staying and staying still positioned before him that says, you know what, Lord, I said I didn't I didn't come with with any expectation anyways, you know, yeah. or I didn't come I didn't come for me anyways. And so if that's what I said, I, I have to remind myself of this. If that's yeah. what I said, then then let it be just as much true today as it was when I said it the first time. So right. here I am, here I am. Um, and yeah. so I think, you know, when it's all, I love that song, by the way, when the, when the music, yeah. <laughs> it's like yes. when it's, when it's all, when the, you know, the cards are off the table, when the lights are gone, when the crowds are yeah. gone, when, um, when nobody's watching, that's, I think that's the thing. It's when yeah. nobody's watching, how do you live your life? Absolutely. Um, and so, you know, it's it, we talk a lot about that in in our church culture it, with, you know, even in leadership. You know, having mm-hmm. having strong uh, a strong level or a high level of integrity and character. You know, we're in ministry. Yeah. You don't get to you don't get to have, not have integrity right. and character. <laughs> so, um, but you know, being being true to that, um, constantly keeping your guard up, um, and and maintaining the integrity and the, the character of not just your person, but the ministry and, um, and Jesus. And so, yeah. you know, that, that happens behind closed doors just as much as it is, mm-hmm. you know? And so I, that's another thing is, especially in prophetic cultures, like if, if you want to worship freely, if you want to be the prophetic spontaneous worship leader or worshiper on the stage, that better be how you live your life off the stage. Yeah. Um, you you better, guys and girls, um, <laughs> you know you you better you better be living your life just as radical off the stage as you want Absolutely. to on the stage. Um, and if you want deeper levels of that, I think that's the thing too. It's you know I I always look at you know um, my my calling or my destiny and thinking, man, if I just had you know, if I was just in a group of people who thought more like me or, or looked more like me or were on the same page, you know, I've been in, you know, this is, you know, we've mm-hmm. been in Harvest for five years, but we weren't always at Harvest. And so looking at, at ministry this way and thinking like, you know what, um, you know, if revival's coming, I remember telling the Lord this one time, you know, we, we get a lot of revival words for California. Yeah. It's like, if revival's coming, do it and start it in me. Mm-hmm. Like, let me, let me be the one, you know, if you're the worshiper or you're the worship leader musician even and you're like uh, there's some areas that i feel like i want to get into or i want to delve into um maybe i want to be a little bit more expressive in how i and how i worship on a stage or i right. want my teams to do that i wish my church was more like this you know go after it um right
<laughs> Sorry, my phone is ringing. Um, no problem. You know, go, after, okay. go after. I'm in my office, guys. I apologize. <laughs> um, go after it. And so I think that's that's the that's the thing on that one. So, um, yeah, we've got we've got to we've got to lead by example. We've got to be the example. Yeah. Um, and I think that goes for the same thing when it comes to the heart of worship, you know, keeping your heart bare before the Lord. David, David was radical, um, mm -hmm. when we, but he was in love. Did he screw up? Yeah. Um, he oh, was, yeah. he was, he was, a, he was a man, you know? And, yeah. and I think that's the thing too. Like he, he caught himself in a moment where I think, um, he lost sight of, um, who, who he was in in Christ in that moment or who he was in, in the Lord. Yeah. Um, the, the things of the, of, of his flesh were, you know, he let that get a rise above, mm -hmm. um, the, the heart, um, of an obedient son. But it doesn't mean that he wasn't, he didn't still have a heart after God. He came back, yeah. he was repentive. Um, and he, I mean, there was consequence to his sin. Um, we see that he lost, he lost his firstborn. And so, yeah. um, you know, there wasn't that there wasn't a consequence to what he did, um, right. but he took it and, um, and he's still, I mean, we'll forever talk about him, you know, as right. the, the man, the man, the after king God's after God's own heart. Own heart. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So. And I really like what you were saying too, is like, you know, what you model on stage or even like in your worship life or in, or in church, it, you need to be doing that constantly. And, um, and what you were saying too, like, you know, oh, like, I, I wish this church was more charismatic. Cause I mean, you weren't always at harvest and I mean, and I think a, a big thing is like, I mean, atmosphere is, is a big, um, like contributor, mm -hmm. um, but not like, okay, I'm only going to raise my hands if the music gets really good. You know, like, right, I feel like sometimes right. that can be really hard not to get into, um, I went to a church just like visited like a one-time thing and I, I, and it was the most, like, it, it was just, it was odd. And I'm not going to give the name because I don't want to, you know, diss anyone, yeah, yeah, or, of course, of course. Um, but I mean, we go in and they're doing like, they, they were pretty modern worship songs. Um, I mean, somewhat, I think they did, you know, the newest song was like 2015, um, like a hill song, um, but some of it, uh, most of it was like 2009, 2010, you know, some older ones. Yeah. Um, but we go in there, not one person lifted their hands and I'd say about 40% of them were singing along most like the other 60% standing there straight as statues, just watching the screen yeah. and I'm just sitting and I'm standing there and I'm going, what do I do? Um, mm -hmm. uh, and I don't know if y'all have seen like the the Tim Hawkins hand raising yeah. uh, in worship yes. video, but I was just like, these people aren't even on the you know carrying the TV phase. Like they they they're not even doing the elbow flap yeah. thing. Like they were just stand. And I was just like, God, what do I do? Like I go to a hand raising church. Like I go mm -hmm. to a like dancing around, singing, speaking in tongues, like on the floor you know i'm like we I have a good time to, yeah yeah right i'm like i go to a hand raising church so i was just like you know what i'm gonna do it anyway and i and yeah. i got a million thoughts flooding my head you are the only person in the room doing this mm -hmm. and so and i and i used to get that when i was really new to like worship um 
and before I, I started coming to Harvest, I got a lot of like, you're the only one. And I wasn't, but of in this church, I literally was the only one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and yeah. It, it was the most uncomfortable thing. But, uh, but I think, you know, going, you know what? It doesn't matter if anyone else isn't doing it. Um, there's a song, and I don't remember most of the lyrics or the name or who sang it, but um, part of it goes like, I'll, like, I'll become even more undignified than this. Yeah, yeah. And I don't even remember how it goes musically, but those lyrics just always like stuck to my head. Mm -hmm. Like, um, you know, it doesn't matter what I look like. I don't care what anyone else thinks. I don't care if anyone else is matching like what I'm doing or if mm -hmm. the music is matching what mm -hmm. I'm doing, you know, um, I'll become even more undignified if it's glorifying God, I'm not yeah. saying, you know, start screaming and jumping around in a really yeah. quiet worship song, but you know, like just, just giving God the glory and honor that he deserves, even if it's not the most comfortable thing yeah. for you to do. Cause yeah. it's not about your, com your comfortability. Right. right. Um, right. And that might sound kind of harsh, but <laughs> you know, it's, mm -hmm. it's not about your comfort. It's about his, the glory and honor that he deserves because he's worthy mm -hmm. of it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think it's Bob Bob Sorge says, uh, we don't worship God the way we want to, but we worship God the way he wants us to. Yeah. Um, I probably butchered that, but I don't have it in front of me. <laughs> it's but, okay. Um, but it's, it's so true. I think, you know, I had mentioned that the other night as well. It's when I was talking with our young adults is, um, you know, we often we often correlate our comfortability um like this is this is how i worship mm -hmm. um this is this is you know it's it's almost like we're saying well this is what i'm comfortable with and that's and honestly that's fine it's totally fine mm -hmm. if that's if that's as far as the lord's leading you with or leading right. you in um but at the same time i i have a pretty good relationship with god and um there's a lot of moments where i mean we see it often like it's the uncomfortable places that he leads us to that give us some of our greatest breakthroughs. Um, whether it's corporately, um, individually, you know, it's, it's, it's our ability to, to say, Hey, this is what I'm used to, but this is where I feel like you're leading. And I think that's the thing too. It's yeah. like, sometimes we make this so complicated hearing the voice of God or, or, or just, or being wrong. So complicated. Yeah. You know, I mean, I, uh, I said this too. I said, you know, I wonder when we look at the Bible, the Lord, we see that Jesus rebukes people for their lack of faith. Right. But show me where in the Bible he rebukes someone for having too much, for believing too much. Right. Um, you know, and so I don't know. I, I kind of live on the other side where it's, it's like, I'd rather someone come tell me I need to dial it back. Right. Um, because, because. I might have gotten it wrong, um, yeah. You know, and, and I think there's there's we're so as as Americans and or human beings even we're so um, worried about what other people think, yeah. And and we should be way more worried about what God would think if He's asking mm -hmm. you to do something, <laughs> and and right. you've maybe you haven't directly said no, but you're indirectly saying no, and by indirectly saying no, you're being disobedient, yeah. And so. 
um, you know, that's the other that's the other side of that coin. It's like when we when we choose to not do what the Lord has asked us to do, we're mm-hmm. being disobedient. Yeah. So or even ignoring it or or even going, Okay, I'll do that, but I don't want to do it in the way that you're asking. I'll do it in a different way so it's more comfortable. It's it's mm-hmm. it's all mm-hmm. or nothing. Mm-hmm. But Yeah. And I, like I said, I think we see a lot we'll see a lot more um fruit, good fruit from our lives. Um and the things that come our way to the more that we're able to say, um, you know, what? this doesn't make sense, but you know what? It's not about me anyways. I'm going to do it. Yeah. Um, I'm just going to go after it. And if it's weird to other people, it's weird to me too. And I think that's the thing too. It's like a lot of people probably look at most charismatic cultures and they're like, dude, they're a bunch of weirdos. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you know, they're over here laying hands on people. People are falling right. down. You know, <laughs> they're shaking and doing all this stuff and. Oh yeah, I I thought it was weird when I first came to Harvest for sure. I mean, I came from a covenant church, um, and it was the hymnals, the choir robes. Uh, turn your page, turn your hymnal books to page two hundred and forty nine. We're gonna sing the wow. second page like that. Um, and I remember my first Sunday, I like went up front, um, because my mom went to go get prayer, and it was kind of like the end of the service, and a a more elderly woman got prayed for she's on the ground like she falls on the ground and I'm like looking all around and I'm like this woman I thought she had a heart attack or yeah, yeah, out, yeah. or I was like she's dead I mean yeah. I was just freaking out and I was like why is so no one funny. concerned this woman is on the ground and I'm like do I call 911 like what do I do yeah, yeah, and my yeah. mom comes over I was like she's on the ground like what do I do she, my mom's like calm down it's it's fine like I was like what do you mean but yeah, I mean, I bet there's a lot of other people going like, "That's worship!" Like, mm-hmm. what? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So <laughs> that's that's it. That's I think. Yeah. You know, just stay humble, guys. Stay humble and open, and and obedient. You know, do. Yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, he wants your heart. Yeah. Um, uh, there's a I can't even remember who sings that song, but it says if you want my heart, you got it. If you want my yes, you got it. I think you that's know, the, Maverick City. Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's it, those two, those two right there. Like I love that. Like here's my yes every time. Here's my yes. Um, yeah. And so I think when he can, we can, when he can have those things, when he can have your heart and he can have your yes, he's Absolutely. he's gonna take you places. You never thought you'd go. I never thought I'd be where I'm at today. Like I said, right? Doing doing what I'm doing. Yeah. Um, I mean, um, this is this is a dream for me. Some you know some people. I mean, I, there's definitely more that I want to do, and I have I have goals and 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 ways to kind of push yeah. the ministry forward and push mm-hmm. push into some um, other things like songwriting as a as a church and as a team and and writing you know writing songs recording. Uh, you know, whether it's live albums or worship sets, yeah. so on and so forth and, and getting those out. Um, and I think, um, you know, definitely the world will, nations will benefit from the songs that we, we get to write. Like, I, I really yeah. feel like that calling is on my life um, to get to be able to father Amen. and pioneer a movement like that. Um, yeah. But at the same time, there's still that, but I'm just a kid, you know, I'm just, I'm 32. Yeah. I come from this small little country town. Um, like the fact that I'm, th- I've come this far, um, I should just be good with, you know what I mean? Yeah. And, um, and so, you know, that's, that's where that, 
um, those moments of uh, compromise or even those mm-hmm. thoughts of compromise start to settle in. And I've got to look back and say, nope, that's not the heart of worship. The heart of worship says, trust and obey mm-hmm. um, and watch me do what I said I'd do. You know, if, if you've got a promise, guys, if you've got a promise in your life um, or over your life, cling to it. There's going to be yeah. situations that happen. The enemy wants to discourage you. Absolutely. And what if, what if the biggest moment of discouragement is actually God setting you up um, yeah. to to put the people that you need in your life, to remove Absolutely. people that you need to from your life, to get into yeah. the right schools or the right programs or the right um, you know teams or whatever organizations, whatever that looks like. Um, you know, there's there's a promise on your life. You cling to that promise, and and what the enemy wants to do is he wants to look at those situations, take those situations where you feel like you've been removed. Or, or take things have been taken away from you and he wants to discourage you so that you get bitter and offended, not just at yeah. people or leaders, but at the church or at God. And then you walk yeah. away. Um, but, but what if, what if those moments, I mean, I've had them in my life where I thought, you know, I quit. Um, and, mm-hmm. and I had people that came alongside me and said, Nope, that's pride. That's not having a humble heart. That's not who yeah. you are. And that's not what you were called to. Um, you're not a quitter. You you're going to keep doing what you're doing. And so even yeah. when it didn't look like seasons where I was going to get to do what I love to do. Right. And, and now, um, you know, and now I get to, I get to be a part of some really big, big things, big projects, especially coming up in the near future um, with, with our church and um, some other, other stuff we've got going on. But I think it's the same thing for some of you others out there. It's like, don't let um, those moments where you get discouraged or you feel like you've been um, taken out of the game, uh, yeah. get you to lose focus of who you are, what the Lord's called you to, your identity in Christ and the promise that he has for you. He will do it. Absolutely. If he said he's going to do it, he'll do it. You just obey. And in yeah. your obedience, he'll fulfill his promise. Absolutely. Amen. That's so good. Um, well, so to close out, I just want to ask, um, what is your favorite worship song either in this season um, or just one that you always fall back on and like fall on to. It's just, it's your go-to. Yeah. Okay. Um, there's so many, to be honest, like this, <laughs> this morning I woke up with, with the hymn in my heart, um, because he lives. Oh yeah. And I, I text, I text our, mm-hmm. um, I text our music director and, um, our tech guys who've been helping me with some recording stuff. And I said, Hey, I think we should we should take songs like this and and um, yeah. do like pop pop versions of them mm-hmm. with like with like heavy auto tune, yeah, on our vocals and just kind of just do a really fun experimental pop experiment pop rock yeah. experimental like hymns thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I know that doesn't necessarily answer your question, <laughs> but um, but yeah, I mean, I've always got the Lord's always putting songs in my heart. I think the one that I would probably say I even from a leading standpoint, I try not to lead too mm-hmm. much because I like it so much and it just does something for me is like yeah. you sat you satisfy by upper room oh yeah I mean that's that's just my jam um like yeah. song songs that just kind of declare like you're you're all I need um yeah. you know, that bridge that bridge says uh there's nothing I have need of now that I know you yeah um and so you know just songs like that for me um, and especially at the tempo that they do it in, um, it's just, it's a good, nice, you know, you could open with it in your worship set. You could, 
you can put it in the mm-hmm. middle of your worship set. You can put it at the back end of your worship set. It's just, it's just yeah. the right, it's the right song. It's just kind of <laughs> got all the pieces for me. So yeah. that's probably my favorite um, worship song. It has been probably for the last few years, but a lot of, a lot wow. of songs like that. Um, I'm in this big season right now of like any, anytime I get to declare the beauty of the Lord, yeah. um, you know, like Jesus, you're beautiful. Um, John Thurlow. Mm-hmm. Um, does that one? I think Harvest Bashta also does does a version of it. But Jesus, yeah. you're beautiful is is another one where it's like there's just something about declaring His beauty. There is no one like you, God. Um, yeah. And so, yeah. That's so good. Um, well, thank you. So, uh, do you want to, um, you know, you you have some songs of your own. Yeah, that yeah, yeah. You've, you've released. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, do you want to go ahead and tell our <laughs> listeners, like, yeah, yeah. what are those? Uh, where can they find them? Because you guys so need to listen to these. <laughs> and I'm not being Excuse biased me. right now either. <laughs> yeah. So a few years ago, I put out, well, it was, yeah, it was almost two years, two years ago now. I put out an EP called One Heart. So if you search Spotify, iTunes, it's everywhere, YouTube, mm-hmm. um, but it's Josh Vera. Um, Josh Vera, One Heart, um, and it's uh, the picture kind of on it is like this cool, like greenish into blues and yellow gold thing going yeah. on. Um, my friend painted that for us, really pretty. <laughs> um, but yeah, check it out. Um, you know the the whole point of that song was I just felt like I wasn't in my position that I am in now. So mm-hmm. I, I, but I felt like where we were going as a church, it needed we needed to push forward into some songwriting. Um, and so I wanted to do that. I wanted to sow a seed into that. Um, and so that was kind of what this EP was. It was a seed into, um, what I didn't know I would be walking into, you know, my pastoral position on, on the team, but it was, it was definitely a seed into that. Um, and now, like I said, there's some stuff coming up down the pike that, um, is really going to open some doors for some more of that. So it's been really fun to see, check it out. One heart's probably, so one heart is like my jam, um, yeah. faithful father, <laughs> faithful father is, um, kind of the, the stapled song on that one. Um, mm-hmm. the, I, I did a single with that one before we did the whole EP. Um, yeah. so that one kind of kicked us off and then, um, yeah, then there's child of God. That one's really fun. It's poppy kind of has kind of like a, um, uh, if you guys have ever heard like pieces from Stephanie Gretzinger, it was kind of the, yeah. the inspiration behind that. I kind of just wanted this down somber song and then just kind of lifted into some nice, a nice bridge. Mm-hmm. And then the other one, we've actually redone this one a little bit recently. So, um, mm-hmm. when it comes out on the church's, uh, worship EP, it'll sound a little different, but spirit rain is, oh, yeah. is Le- so Levi, <laughs> which is my daughter. Um, <laughs> it's, it's her favorite song. Yeah. And so every night if if music is being playing playing, if music is playing, excuse me, she'll <laughs> always ask for daddy's song. Aww. So it's not it's not spirit rain, it's just daddy's song. And so um so yeah, that one's <laughs> I'm probably getting a lot of hits off of that one just because Levi likes it so much. Yeah. Oh my but, gosh. Probably. Yeah. They'll be yeah. like, Oh wait. <laughs> oh yeah. my gosh. Oh yes, she's adorable. <laughs> so. Yeah. Well, awesome. Well, thank you so much for being a guest with us. Um, And yeah, so you guys be sure to, if you haven't already, this is, um, so this is part two of our Heart of Worship series. Um, It's going to be a four week series. So if you haven't already, go check out um, Anissa's um, from last week. And she kind of gets into like the leading um, 
aspect of worship and whatnot. And even if you're not a leader, I encourage you like check it out. Um, uh, there was still even, you know, beside leading aside, there were still some really good points that she had. Um, and then be sure to tune in with us next week for um, our third part. Um, and we're going to do that with Tyler and he's also on the worship team um, with our church. So yeah, thank you so much, yeah. um, Josh. And thank y'all for tuning in and we will see you next time. Bye. Right. Bye.